there and welcome to Musings of a High Achiever. I'm Mackie and today we are going to talk about the topic of gratitude. And you know, I know this topic is one that has really been <laughs> probably talked about ad nauseum to this point. However, here's why I really want to talk about it. I believe that as powerful of a practice as gratitude can be, that it can also be equally dangerous when it's misaligned to what our end goals are. So I want to talk about that today. And I want to talk about it a little bit through the lens of some of the personal experiences I had when I got to this point in my life where despite the success I had found, I was feeling like I I just wanted something more. So to back up for just a second, um, I know this is just the second episode of this podcast, so please bear with me. I am trying to find my groove with all of this and talking to you all uh, about some of the things that I know we all share in common as high achievers. One thing that I do just want to start out by saying, if you have not listened to the first episode, is that, and I know you're all grown-ups and you can see that I've labeled this as explicit, but I do have a pretty spicy take on things. I do use curse words, so if that's not really your vibe, this is probably not the show for you. Just want to put a little disclaimer out there to begin with, but let's talk about this topic of gratitude. And obviously I think it's great in so many ways that this has kind of become a mainstreamed practice to be in the energy of being grateful for what we have. I would say that I was probably, I'm trying to think of exact timelines, but it was somewhere around, I think it was high school, maybe college when, um, I became aware of gratitude as a practice. I had a bunch of struggles personally because I'll share more about this in future episodes, but the nature of my childhood was such that there was a lot of anger in my family dynamic, lots of rage, people saying things, lashing out, behaving in ways that was not necessarily productive. What that conditioned me to do was to be uh, angry, basically. And a lot of my focus as a a young person growing up uh, was on that anger. I was always angry about something. I was angry about living in an angry household. I was angry when things didn't go my way. Like It just was a really ineffective way to live. And so gratitude and just being tuned into the different types of tools that we can use to snap ourselves out of some of those energies was something that I had tuned into. I had also been to therapy um, in high school. One of the things that I think gratitude does a wonderful job of helping us do is to snap out of something that is not serving us in the moment. So for instance, if you're in some kind of a, a, a downward spiral in an emotional state that is not conducive to getting things done, making you feel better, really being productive in any kind of way... I am not an advocate that we ignore our so-called negative emotions. And I I will talk again more about that um, in probably future episode because I think it's a really, really important topic. However, you know, there are times when we get into spirals and loops with our thinking without even realizing it, it happens almost unconsciously that we start to think about something bad and then we just can't get out of that. Then everything looks dark to us. Nothing is going our way. Um, We're never going to get out of the situation that we're in and so on. What gratitude can do when you're in that place is really act as a a pattern interruption. So if you're in a, a dark pattern and things are spiraling out of control inside your head, what you can do is 
shift focus and think about, okay, what am I grateful for in this moment? There are obviously a lot of things that I'm not happy about right now, but what can I be grateful for? And sometimes these can be just really, really mundane things. So let's say maybe you have been in a bad place in a relationship or something, and that's what you're musing about. Well, what's going on around you right the second that you can be grateful for? Do you have a relationship that's going really well? Take a moment to be grateful for that relationship and and shift yourself out of what's not working in the context of this other thing. Perhaps you're really worried about something like um, your finances, but right here in this moment, you're sitting in your warm house. You can make yourself a cup of tea. You can maybe take a little mental break and read a book or watch something on TV and, and you can have gratitude for these, you know, these more um, mundane things that we have available to us in our life that kind of help ground and recenter us. So gratitude as a practice for not allowing yourself to spiral out of control, being highly focused on things that are not going well for you is very, very effective. It's also very effective when you're trying to stop pre-programmed, conditioned ways of thinking, like in your mental chatter, where you just have a tendency to think about all the things that are going wrong, maybe the last thing you said that was wrong, Um, relationships that aren't going your way, whatever those things are. So to recap, gratitude can be an incredibly powerful practice. It helps shift you out of um, a lack mindset and out of negativity instantly because you can't both be focused on what sucks and also what's going right at the same time. It basically shifts you out of, okay, stop thinking about what sucks and start thinking about some of the things that are going well. Sorry, background noise. I had to snap my fingers when I said that. I don't know why. And because of that, it's a really great way to break patterned mental chatter where maybe you tend to go down a very specific spiral of mental chatter that's really just not serving you and is not productive in any way. You can use gratitude as a way of breaking that very, very quickly and trying to reset and get back on a better path. It helps you refocus so that you're not allowing what isn't going right to cloud everything else, right? Because we're always in a space where we've got some things going for us and some things that aren't going well for us. But as humans, it's our nature to focus on what's not going well instead of what is going well. So it brings a little bit of balance back into the picture and helps get you back on a more even footing so that you can handle what's not going the way you want it to from a more objective and peaceful place than if you're in the other energy of just kind of spiraling. So now that we've established why it's good... (laughs) I want to put that out there because I don't want anyone to get all up in arms about me being down on the practice of gratitude. But now we're going to kind of change directions and get into where gratitude as a practice is dangerous and you have to be highly aware of the energy in which you are using it so that you can act, you can, you know, give yourself a check and make sure that you're using it in a way that is supportive to you and not in a way that is keeping you where you are. When I first decided that I was not in a great place, just holistically, right? I I mean, there were so many great things that were happening in my life. So back to the gratitude piece, right? Where um, I'm married to my high school sweetheart. We have a great relationship. We have two beautiful kids. We have a nice house. I had a great career going for me where I was getting promoted steadily and I was making shit tons of money and you know, from the outside, everything looked like it was great. If I had just written a resume or I wrote down what was going on in my life on paper, there's no denying that it all looked really good. But that did not in any way, shape or form negate the fact that I was miserable. It was miserable. And I couldn't even, 
really articulate why I just knew that the level of stress I felt was too much. I wasn't getting to spend the kind of time that I wanted to spend with my, with my kids and with my family. I was in a bitchy, shitty mood a lot of the time because of that work pressure. And I just knew that it wasn't sustainable. I, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. I just, I was at that point where I just thought I, I can't do this. Part of my process for figuring out what to do with that was to talk about it, right? That shouldn't be a surprise. I mean, I, I left my corporate job to become a coach. So talking is a, a huge part of talking through things is a huge part of that work. I've written and published a book because I believe that reading and having curiosity and asking yourself tough questions is a, a big part of how we get from where we are to where we want to be. So naturally, before even all of that, and before I had conscious awareness of those pieces of myself, I wanted to talk about how I felt. It was fascinating to see how people responded to me saying, hey, this isn't working for me. I I want something else. Because overwhelmingly, the people that I knew didn't get it at all. And not only did they not get it, they were basically like, why could you, why do you want more? Like, look at what you have going for you. And then they would basically iterate the the checklist that I just went over, which is, oh yeah, nice house, check, family, check, healthy, check, you know, good job, check. And that was supposed to be enough. Like I was an insane person for thinking that that wasn't enough. And I would get a response that was some variation of, you should just be grateful for what you have. Now, there are so many reasons why that response totally pisses me off. Not the least of which is that it is so dismissive when someone tries to tell you that despite appearances, what's going on in their lives isn't working for them to be immediately invalidated. See, there I went again. I had to snap my fingers. Um, Immediately invalidated by there's something wrong with you. You should just be grateful for what you have. That's basically what the message from that response is. You never know what's going on with someone else. That is a highly inappropriate response, no matter what. It's it's also a very incurious response. So it's like it shows no curiosity about what is actually going on with this person. You're not asking the question. You're not prompting. You're not wanting to know more. You're basically like, no, I'm just going to shut that shit down. It's not okay. It's also not okay if you do that to yourself, okay? So it's one thing to have that response from the people around you who may not understand where you're coming from. They may think that they're protecting you by shutting you down because they think you're about to go burn your life down without really understanding why you may actually want to do that. But if you do that to yourself, so let's say you're in a place where you're thinking, you know, I, I just, this isn't working for me. This has been a recurrent theme for a while. I'm under a lot of stress. I feel... I feel pressure, overwhelm, I'm anxious, I can't really put my finger on why, I just know that the way I'm living my life right now isn't really working for me. And your response to yourself is to say, nope, you should just be grateful, this is crazy talk, you're just in a bad mood, you just need to have a snack, you just need to get more sleep. Now, as someone who gets hangry and someone who gets real cranky when I don't sleep enough, those are not always... (laughs) illegitimate suggestions, right? Sometimes you really just do need to have a snack and take a nap. But if you consistently return to those same thoughts, there's some substance there that needs to be explored. You do not want to be dismissive of yourself. You do not want to be dismissive of others. 
Sometimes when people outside of you, even people who are close to you, even those who are closest to you respond with, you should just be grateful for what you have. It's because you are triggering them and putting them in an uncomfortable place. They may have had similar thoughts in the past, but it feels way too scary to make the changes or do the things that they would really rather do. And shutting you down is a way of shutting themselves down. One piece of um, advice for you, if you ever have ever had that experience, or if it does happen to you when you are in a place where you're trying to have a conversation with someone who you're close to about making a change and they, they shut it down, to the extent that you can, it's absolutely, you know, fine and realistic to be upset by that reaction. Of course, you're a human being. This is a person that you trust. They're not engaging in a conversation with you. They're basically trying to redirect you. It's okay to be upset about that. At the same time, if you can have some awareness that their reaction is about them and not you, you create some healthy detachment in that interaction for you to have some curiosity like, huh, I wonder why this person is feeling triggered by what I want to do and what I want to change. I wonder if there's a change they want to make in their lives and they don't feel empowered to do that, but that's about them, right? So creating a little bit of distance and separation so that you're not letting somebody else's resistance rain on your parade and keep you stuck in your own tracks. Here's a way that I want you to think about gratitude and if you are using it effectively and if you are using it appropriately. So if you are in a situation where what you're doing is leveraging gratitude to, as we talked about, kind of snap yourself out of a negative place with patterned thoughts or kind of a a mental chatter loop of doom where things are just getting darker and darker, it's absolutely appropriate to be using it in that space. It's very appropriate to use it when maybe you're spending too much time thinking about something that isn't working and really the reality is you've got lots going for you so you're redirecting your focus to neutralize some of that negativity. So here's where you can use a very simple check on yourself to see if you're using gratitude in an aligned way. Gratitude that is in alignment to you is about appreciation, not resignation. Gratitude that is aligned to you is about appreciation, not resignation. What do I mean by that? It means if you're using gratitude to truly appreciate the things that are going well for you in your life, good. That's how you should use it. If you are using it to shut yourself down, And to tell yourself that wanting more is bad or wrong, or you are feeling guilt around that, you are basically telling yourself that you should be resigned to where you are, and you're using gratitude as a way of shutting off your desire for more. That is not aligned. A word about guilt. Guilt, oh guilt, it just shows up so much when it comes to these gratitude conversations. I know for me personally, the first few times that I heard, you know, you should just be grateful for what you have. I would have these instances of guilt where I was like, oh, maybe I should just be grateful for what I have. Like, what's wrong with me that I don't appreciate how great my life is? Guilt is part of our conditioning. And a lot of it comes down to, it's basically an energy of comparison. Because what we're saying is, compared to so many other people, you have it really good. Therefore, you should be fine with where you are. There's a couple things wrong with this. First of all, what you want for your life has nothing to do with what anybody else has going on in their life. You are not deciding that you want more 
based on somebody else's lived experiences or desires. You're deciding you want more based on your own experience. It's relative. More for you is relative to where you've been. That is always true for all of us. It doesn't make sense to compare yourself to where someone else is because, first of all, the comparisons would never stop. And second of all, it doesn't benefit the people who are in not as good of a place as you are for you to not go after a better place for yourself. Like there isn't some kind of weird equalizing force where if you just decide to stay stagnant, then somehow that benefits a person who has less than you do. It's just, there's a lot of conditioning around like that kind of thinking, which comes from all sorts of different places. You know, I don't even know where to begin with that. Religion, the way we're brought up, the way that our families thought about what was a, what was noble to have and appropriate to have versus what was excessive. There's just, there's so many different rabbit holes we could go down there. But that guilt is about comparison. So if you find yourself in a place where you're feeling guilty for wanting more, just remember it is in our nature as human beings to grow and expand. We are not meant to stagnate. This is why no matter what we accomplish in our lives, we are always looking for that next thing. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us. In fact, it means that we're basically operating as we are built to, which is to continue to grow because that's what those accomplishments or milestones or goals that we set for ourselves are really about. They're about growth. They're about growth and the expansion that happens for us personally through the pursuit of that growth. That is how we're built to operate. That is why it feels so wrong to us to be stagnant, to feel stuck, to feel like despite the fact that everything's going pretty well, it's not enough. Because if we're not in a place of growth and expansion, then we feel dissatisfied. Gratitude should not be used as a weapon. And often when we are first in this place where we're kind of awakening to the fact that our lives aren't quite where they, where we want them to be, that we're craving a change even if we can't put our finger on it, Sometimes one of the first ways that we start to explore the possibility of changing it, we are talking to other people who may use gratitude as a weapon to shut us down, or we personally may use gratitude as a weapon to shut ourselves down. I want to give you permission to want more. It's how you're built. You're built to grow and expand. You're built to want more. You wanting less doesn't benefit people who aren't in as good of a place as you are. It's okay to want more. Do not resign yourself to the status quo. If the status quo isn't working for you, you can still appreciate what's going well and have that desire for that next level of experiences to come in for you. I hope this was helpful. I would love to hear from you if this resonated or if you've had particular experiences that stand out as you listen to this um, in your own life. Would love to hear about that. If this type of personal development approach is helpful to you, I just want to let you know that I do have a book called The High Achievers Guide that you can find on Amazon, Um, just look under my name, that addresses a lot, with a lot more depth, some of the things that we've talked about today. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. I wish you the best on this continuing journey to grow and expand, and I will talk to you next time.